into the morning quickie Monday, June 24th. As we come in, a little bit of a slow sports weekend. I told you we're hitting that, we're hitting that lull in the schedule. Uh, but uh, here in the SEC, some pretty big news that happened. I want to say late Friday, as Georgia had to dismiss junior wide receiver Jeremiah Holloman. Uh, that was the top receiver that was returning from a year ago after he admitted to university police that he punched his then-girlfriend during an incident more than a year ago. It's a weird story with some weird uh, details. Uh, at the time, she had said she had slipped in the shower. She had choke marks. He said they had happened during sex. Uh, she met with UGA police earlier this month and still had a visible scar above her eye at the time like I said they had questioned him he said uh, all of her injuries came from uh, you know sex and she said yeah that and falling in the shower uh, but I guess now she has uh, come clean and you know uh, told exactly what happened and he admitted to punching her um, some all right, I guess some uh, information about how much Kirby Smart knew. Uh, this incident happened in 2018 right after their spring game. So far, Kirby Smart hasn't gotten linked to it at all. Uh, it's just been kind of uh, kept under wraps for over a year. But now it is out in the open, and he is off the team. And now Georgia has lost, I think, their top four pass catchers from last year with Riley Ridley, Terry Godwin, and Miko Hardman. And I believe that's not even counting the tight end. Who was gone? So Georgia replacing a lot of pass catching talent. They don't really have any playmakers on the outside right now, or at least proven playmakers. And it's not like Jake Fromm is the most dynamic guy who can make these guys better. So just something to keep an eye on with Georgia, as obviously they try to win the SEC and try to win a national championship. They're going to have to do so without, with really maybe the worst you know passing or you know pass catching core. In a while. UConn moving back to the Big East is the report. UConn expected to leave the American Athletic Conference and return to the Big East for basketball and other sports in 2020. Uh, this has been a disaster for them financially. Uh, you know, being in the American Athletic Conference. I don't know if the fan support is just down. They don't care about these rivalries. I don't know if it's. Also, because they suck in sports, right? Like, I mean, it's not like their basketball team is as good as it used to be. Their football team is trash. Women's basketball is good. But it's not really a moneymaker. I was shocked to see in 2018, UConn's women's basketball program lost $3 million. That, you know, that, that seems surprising. In January, UConn reported a $40 million gap in its athletic department budget. After the football program lost 8.7 million, men's basketball lost five, and women's basketball more than three million. It was a disaster. They had to give the Big East a, or excuse me, the athletic American Athletic Conference, uh, 10 million dollars in a 27-month notice that they were leaving. But they said they had to do what was best, I guess, for them and their students. And like I said, they were uh, bleeding money. And they just belong in the Big East, right? Like, I mean, they belong playing in the Big East. It makes more sense. 
I don't know what they'll do football-wise. They said that they might uh, try to be independent or join another conference because the Big East doesn't have football. They are not expected to try to stay in the American Athletic Conference. The AAC is looked uh, expected to turn towards, uh, I believe, Army to try to fill out a spot. Although Army has said that they don't necessarily want to join a conference for football because they like the way they can schedule. But UConn, moving back to the Big East. Weekend in baseball. Albert Pujols made his return to St. Louis. That was probably the biggest story of the weekend. Got standing ovations. Pretty much every time he was at bat on Saturday, he hit a bomb. Uh, On Sunday night baseball, they played a pretty exciting game that you had an offensive explosion in the ninth inning. Uh, But the Angels were able to win the final one. But Albert Pujols made his return to St. Louis. It was crazy to me. It seemed like it was his first one, but he's been gone for a while. Him going to uh, Los Angeles just it worked for the it worked for the bank, but uh, you know hasn't really uh, the Angels haven't ever really taken that step or been any good, which is understandable because Pujols is you know getting older and not as good. And man, like uh, you, they thought you know with him and Mike Trout and you know, the Angels really tried to spend money to be good, it just hasn't worked out. But uh, the, the the most fascinating story in the in the uh, in in Major League Baseball for me at least is the Mets manager Mickey Callaway blowing up, shouting profanities at a Newsday reporter in the clubhouse, which led to then his starting pitcher Jason Vargas challenging the reporter to a fight. The Mets bullpen blew a three-two lead in the eighth inning on Sunday, and the reporters kept repeatedly asking him about Callaway, the manager's decision to stick with reliever Seth Lugo. During the eighth inning, whenever he was struggling, instead of going with the closer, uh, he kept him in. He gave up a three-run bomb. They lose the game. He gets mad. He gets testy with the reporter. The reporter hits him with a see you tomorrow after the presser, to which Callaway responded by calling him an MFer, going on to tell his uh, support staff, get this MFer out of here. Uh, the reporter stood his ground, which then led to Jason Vargas telling him, I'll knock you the F out, bro. Get out of here. Apparently then he charged at the reporter and had to be held back by teammates. It was a funny, it's a funny visual, but it's really, uh, the Mets have been a disaster. The Mets continue to be a disaster. The Braves are running away with that division. And the Mets, who have been a disaster, play the uh the Philadelphia Phillies this weekend, who are also a disaster. I believe they've lost seven games in a row. Is that true? Seven games in a row? That's how many games they've lost? Seven games in a row? The Phillies have lost, uh, you know, they went from a three and a half game lead in that division to, I believe, now they're six and a half games back. Like I said, the Braves have it set up for them, if you care about baseball, to to kind of put the finishing touches on this series. They are six and a half games up. Yeah. Wow. The Braves are the only uh, team in that division with a positive run differential. And the Phillies have lost seven in a row and are one and nine in their last 10 games. So good for them is that the Mets suck too. So maybe they could get some wins this weekend. I don't know. We'll see. College basketball. We are still 
on Kerry Blackshear Jr. Watch. Uh, thought he might make a decision on Sunday. He has not, so we continue. We continue to wait. Uh, people think it's Tennessee, Kentucky. I saw some national guys saying not so fast. Florida might be in play, as, as is uh, him just returning to Virginia Tech. That would seem crazy to me if he just took this big tour and then was like, you know what? I actually want to go back to Vitek to play for the Wofford coach. I will see, though. I expected announcement was yesterday. Obviously, it's Monday now, so uh, we'll wait. Hopefully, we get an answer sometime soon this week. Take a look at the box office as we do every Monday. Uh, no surprise here. We would have bet anything on this that, that uh, you know, Toy Story 4 came in first this weekend. Uh, comes in with $118 million in the U.S., $238 million globally. Gives Disney the four biggest movies of 2019 so far. Uh, Child's Play, the remake, got $14 million, which I feel like is probably a pretty good number for them. I don't, I don't know. I went to see that movie. I actually went to see that one. It was fun. It was good. I enjoyed it. I didn't dislike it. It was about what you thought it would be. I uh, decided to hold off on the Toy Story 4 opening weekend because I just wanted to see Chucky more. And plus, I just felt like uh, I couldn't borrow my nephew or anyone to take to the movie. So we'll wait. Toy Story 4 did pretty good. Like I said, $118 million. Uh, one of the biggest openings all time for an animated movie, but come uh, came in beside, behind its expectations. Coming out of uh, CNN, a tenth man, a tenth person has died while vacationing in the Dominican Republic. A uh, man from New York has died, according to a U.S. State Department official. He's a tenth American tourist to have died during or after their stay in the Caribbean nation. He became suddenly ill and died on Monday. The State Department did not offer details on the man's identity or cause of death, but a family member uh, listed him as Vittorio Caruso. Uh, Caruso's sister-in-law told News 12 Long Island that Vittorio Caruso died after suffering respiratory distress and possibly a heart attack while on vacation. Another one, 10. Uh, the Dominican Republic National Police confirmed to CNN that Caruso died at a hospital in Santa Domingo, um, he'd been receiving medical attention since June 11th, so he had been in there for a while, and then uh, I guess died. I guess on the for a week later. This is causing a scare with American tourists. Like Steve Harvey's already canceled like a big concert tour he was supposed to do there in the country. Um, obviously, the Dominican Republic is saying this is unrelated. These are just coincidences, natural causes. Uh, the Hard Rock. Hotel in the Dominican Republic has uh, gone and removed their mini bar because the deaths are thought to be related to alcohol. With you know how these all-inclusive resorts water down their alcohol uh, with literally water or much da more dangerous things like methanol and uh, the such you know things that are poisonous for the body, uh, cheap alcohol substitutes. The FBI is helping local authorities with toxicology tests and at least three of the recent deaths. And like I said, they are getting a, the Hard Rock Cafe in Punta Cana 
said it was removing liquor dispensers from guest room mini bars. Although they said that was a uh, independent decision and not based after these deaths, which yeah, that makes a that seems like a complete uh, complete coincidence. All these people are dying, and all of a sudden the mini bars are gone. Definitely doesn't have anything to do with uh, everyone everyone dying. I can't imagine being American that is headed to the Dominican Republic. That seems dangerous. Seems like you should cancel that trip. On one hand, uh, maybe the prices will fall and it'll be really, really cheap. I don't think it's worth your life. I wouldn't go. A tenth person died. And now you have stories about more Americans who fell sick and escaped, like... You know, there's a couple who said that they got sick at it where another, you know, where the other people had died and they were able to survive and get back home. So this actually could be worse. All right, that'll do it for this edition. We'll do it again tomorrow. Thanks everyone for listening. Uh, have a good have a good Monday.